Welcome to A Year in the Bible with Pastor Doyle Jackson. Day 235, Jeremiah chapters 38, 39, and 40. From a pit to freedom. Day 235. You know, Hollywood loves stories of injustice and freedom. I think this is why we loved Cinderella and Snow White as children. We knew that wicked stepmothers and wicked witches should not get to run the world. I don't know why, but Hollywood has not picked up on the story of the prophet Jeremiah. How about that? Chapter 37 of Jeremiah tells us that Zedekiah became the king of Judah. Now, if you go back to 2 Kings chapter 24 and chapter 25 or 2 Chronicles, you'll get some of the story with less of the prophet. Babylon is coming into the power, and Egypt is decreasing or declining or beginning to fade. Egypt has placed Eliakim, son of Josiah the king, and renamed him Jehoiakim, king of Judah, until Nebuchadnezzar came to town to Jerusalem in the ninth year of his reign and said, you're my king now. So he shifts from being a vassal king of Egypt to being a vassal king of Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar. It's like overnight and a long siege of the city has suddenly made him a puppet of Babylon. All the while, Jeremiah is saying, repent, follow God, or this is going to get worse. See, Zedekiah then comes to the throne. He's a brother of Jehoiakim, and he gets the throne thanks to Nebuchadnezzar, yes, So an outside force is making them king. It's not because God is making him king, or is it? Because God is the one running Babylon. In chapter 37, it says that Jeremiah was put into a vaulted cell in a dungeon where he remained a long time. He even asked the king, why am I here? Where are the prophets that told you that Babylon will not attack you or this land? Why is it that they aren't imprisoned? Why am I in prison, but they go free? You know, in our day, this is really similar to what's going on in Ukraine, right? We have a vassal kingdom. <laughs> the U.S. is actually providing all the funds for this war. There's people that are sitting in prison and, and they've objected to what's going on. So why? Why is all this happening? In Jeremiah chapter 38, things are not improving for Jeremiah. He begins to tell the people they should personally surrender to Babylon and they will escape with their lives. Listen to chapter 38, verse 6. So they took Jeremiah and put him into the cistern of Malkijah, the king's son, which was in the courtyard of the guard. They lowered Jeremiah by ropes into the cistern. It had no water in it, only mud. And Jeremiah sank down into the mud. I mean, it got so bad for Jeremiah that they feared that he would die. They they feared that the mud was going to cover him kind of like quicksand. And a servant of the royal palace from Cush, yeah, that's right, that's Egypt or Africa, he sent 30 men to rescue the prophet. They pull him out with ropes and, and, and get him up out of there. Then the king asked Jeremiah what to do. 
I mean, think about this. He's put him in a pit, and now he's asking him, and what does he say? He says, obey the Lord and do what I tell you. This is what he says. Work with Babylon and you'll live, king. But the king doesn't listen. Jerusalem is taken and Jeremiah is freed in chapter 40. He's left under the new Babylonian leadership of Gedaliah. He was given his freedom because they found him in chains in the courtyard of the guard in Jerusalem. Now, this is wild, isn't it? Chains became the ticket to Jeremiah's freedom. So cool. See, you and I can trust God in the situation we're in today if God's in charge of our life. Let's pray. Father, would you turn what seems to me to be chains in my life into freedom? May your spirit be on me today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You know, reading God's word sets us free. Keep reading and let me know how it's going. Email me at pastor at tcnd.org.